Welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk, home with a controversial takes. <laughs> Alex, our producer, this is something I've been sitting on actually, and I just kept forgetting because we said other things to talk about. Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, of course. If you guys don't already know, now you know. Um, we were censored, Jordan. Excuse our, me? our own content. We were censored. We were uh, the man put his foot down, put what? his stinky big toe right on top of our heads. Oh right! And took away. Uh, we had a we had an intro that was so funny, and everyone would have loved it. it was, yeah, 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 it was great. It was awesome. And then uh, you know, Alex said, uh, I, "I can't remember exactly how he put it, uh, but he did put it <laughs> bluntly that he did not think that it was something that should be aired to the public." No. Um. So you guys, and I, I was, it was like maybe two or three episodes ago. So you guys can go back and see if you can notice if there's a weird, a weird intro. But I think yeah, he did. Uh, there's a reason we pay Alex the big bucks. Uh, I think he's what, what are we paying him? One hundred fifty thousand dollars annually I, with benefits. I thought that was per episode. And a, and I didn't really look car? at the paperwork. Yes, something yeah, just, like that. That's but, what I always um, do. I sign it, leave it for the fucking lawyers. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't even I didn't even realize that until you just said it, Matt. Because yeah, uh, he he told us he didn't like the content, but I didn't think he <laughs> I didn't think he'd go ahead and do it. I thought I was just a, a little aside, but Alex. Um, you're fired. So yeah, you can insert Jordan. your goodbye kind of message in mm-hmm. right here. And then uh, the next episode, uh, I don't know, we'll we'll get a kid to do it. You know, give give a kid a chance mm. to hone his, you know, audio editing, something like that. You don't need this anymore, Alex. Okay. Maybe that's, that's maybe it. SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud Attican can help us out with the mix. Why you not? Can hop, on the, hop on the ones and twos. Why not? Shit. Why not? I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, uh, and, and you know, and uh, all jokes aside, even though he wants to, he, he's trying to sabotage us. Obviously, uh, yeah. our producer Alex, his band, excuse me, uh, brand new oh, yes. song, excuse me, the band. Yep. We we dropped. got we got a private little listening party of this uh, of this song before it even came out, month uh, like a month ago. So uh, we know what's up, and it's uh, it's a really good one. It's a banger. It's oh, yeah. a, a a radio tune. I love it. Finally, excuse me, with new music after what's it been like two years. Too long, been, man. Been too long. Waiting with bated breath. Love it. So if uh, if you guys have been listening to us for a while, do us a favor. Do Alex a favor. Uh, head on over to uh, Excuse Me on uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever the fuck you want to listen to them on. Uh, give them a follow on uh, all of their uh, social media. And uh, yeah, uh, it's a it's a great song. Heavyweight. You got to go check it out. But. Yep. There was a heavyweight matchup going on in the Eastern Conference last night, Jordan. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. I'm really trying not to. I'm feeling great this morning. Last night's game was a big part of getting me in this this amped up new mood, new yes. me. Um, and you actually, you you were the author author behind this uh, this tweet uh, on the Big Dog Ball Talk account. Yeah. But this really is one of the like not the best, but. This is going to be like for real Raptors fans with their favorite Raptors team. Like it's got to be up there. Yeah. Uh, like this this team to me really feels like their uh, uh, the 2013 team. The the first time when, yeah. they, when they got the three seed, they end up losing obviously in a heartbreaking fashion to the the Paul Pierce Nets uh, at the Ooh. buzzer. Uh, but that again, when I look back, I'm like that wasn't the most skilled team. You know, like we I, I obviously we didn't have like legitimate title chances. Yeah. Um, but I always look at that as one of my favorite Raptors teams ever. This yeah. team's gonna start kind of getting up there. Uh, yeah. Same thing as like the the 2020 team after the like the heart of a champion team. That there's just some certain teams that have a lot of great identity. Yeah. And this team is not only great identity, exceeding all possible expectations that were set for them. But now, like, are they? They could potentially make a crazy run here in the East. Uh, yep. and, and this game last night against Philly was pretty much just showcasing exactly what they, they could do. I mean, um, obviously it started off pretty rough, a 17 to two run, uh, yep. to kick the game off. Uh, and, and you know, that 
that the Raptors just had no quit all game long. And uh, I've, I've said it before on another podcast, uh, but now I'm double downing. And if you disagree, um, fuck you. Double Pascal down. Siakam, all NBA, is yeah. back. He's yeah. the man. Uh, everybody watch out because, I mean, he, he's cooking your favorite player uh, on a nightly basis. And, uh, he is. It, it's it's insane the stuff that he was being able to pull off. And again, they they beat the the uh they, they beat the Sixers without Fred Van Vliet. Yep. Or or OG or OG. Yep. So yep. missing two pretty key cogs there. And uh, yeah, what what a game. I mean, the the funness of this season, like the the 2020 team right after the championship, I thought that was the most fun because we had just won. Uh, everyone you know, new Kawhi leaving was a possibility, but mm-hmm. the fact that we were able to keep everyone else aside from Danny Green also leaving, but you know, we, that, that was fine. We could handle that. You know, we, we had everyone else. We still had the bigs and Ibaka and, and Gasol and still a really, really competent team, especially with Pascal really coming on um, and, you know, having his uh, uh, all-star kind of game starter um uh season yep. like his real his real actual breakout season into kind of startup before he dipped again but that season was so much fun um and you know all, all raptors te- you know fans were riding high we had just won all that um but then we were robbed of an actual good ending to it because uh of the pandemic they go down to florida mm-hmm. they put up a good fight against the celtics a great seven game series but we, we didn't get to see that awesomely fun team like in toronto in the playoffs and I know people don't like to play this game, but who knows if we had been here? I think we probably beat Boston. Oh, I know Boston would say sure. the same thing. For sure. Um, but I just think the the experience that that team had, I, I think if we had the boost of the home crowd here in Toronto, um, you know, at, at some point, I think we would have had home court advantage in that series. Um, I think we win. And then that year, specifically too, a lot of years we played Miami really well, but that year we played Miami really well. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the team that went on to go um, you know, to the final. So God only knows. Uh, I'm not saying it would have happened, but I'm saying it's possible out there in some sort of ether that the Raptors actually went back to the NBA finals that year. So we, but you know, that, that was, that was, uh, you know, a, a lot of teams kind of aspirations and, and hopes were, were altered in that season. So that one kind of, uh, you, you put that one aside for sure, but your ring this doesn't one count, just kind of, yeah, sorry, Mickey, Mickey Mouse, uh, LeBron, <laughs> sorry. Um, hey, but, Disney. uh, this, this this uh this season it just has all that kind of same energy and now we're actually going to get to see them in the playoffs yeah. so i'm so i'm so happy uh and it's I'm, I'm so excited this team's legitimately good like we're talking about the jumble up at the top of the east the raptors are only like three games behind that jumble yeah. like if the so many people have tweeted a bunch of times if the raptors had just gotten over the Dwayne Casey curse and beat the Pistons <laughs> this year, like everybody else, we'd be right up there, you know, with the Celtics, with the Bucks, we'd have a 50-win season. Who knows where we'd finish, but we'd, we'd be fighting for home court in the playoffs, which is insane. I mean, so many people had this Raptors team, you know, bottom of the barrel, missing out on the playoffs altogether, um, maybe, you know, in that play-in mix, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just, I'm I'm so excited. I, I can't wait to see Scotty Barnes mm-hmm. in his first, uh, you know, his first playoff appearances here. And... Like it's looking more and more like this 76ers Raptors matchup is probably going to happen. The 76ers have two really gimme games at the end of this season. Uh, their last two, I believe it's like the Pistons and the Pacers or something like that. Sure, yeah. Two very, very winnable games that they should win. Um, so it depends what, you know, the the Celtics and the Bucks do ultimately do. It could come down to the very last uh, day of the regular season on Sunday here. Uh, you know what the actual matchups will be. Um, but 
Like if I'm the Raptors, even if it's the Celtics, if it's the Bucks, I think it's it's over. The Bucks are too good. I think the Bucks uh, will beat the Raptors in a first round series. But the Celtics, and more specifically the 76ers, I think the Raptors can get either of those sure, yeah. two. Uh, especially because I will point to uh, a ESPN article from last week, I, I believe. Um, Tim Bontemps was, uh, as part of the story, asking Eastern Conference teams uh, if their full team was vaccinated. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure this both the Celtics and 76ers uh, because the Heat, uh, if I'm remembering this right, the Heat said they're fully vaccinated, they're good to go. Uh, the Bucks, I'm not sure if they were included in this story, but I'm pretty sure it was the Celtics and the 76ers, specifically those two teams, that didn't disclose uh, whether or not they were fully well, vaccinated. La- which last means... night, Matisse Thibel missed the game uh, for unrelated, yeah. uh, he's 100% just yeah. unvaccinated. That was that was pretty much right. what they said. Right, and so, like, and and last time uh, the Celtics came up Toron- to Toronto, a few players missed uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the game didn't didn't make the trip with the team. And that was kind of unclear as to 100 percent why. So if the Raptors, uh, you know, play play either of those guys in the first round and it looks like they're going to, there might be some, you know, people missing when they come up to Toronto, a little extra added yep. home yep. court advantage for the Raptors. So all that being said, you watch a game like last night where I thought the Raptors pretty well did as good a job as you can controlling Joel Embiid. Like I, I thought Precious Achua, even when he was on him one on one. Was was fighting enough to to keep him in check? Like Embiid's one of the more dominant guys, probably the the most dominant guy, unless you include Giannis, um, you know, in the NBA right now um, and and in recent memory. But like the when when he matches up against the Raptors, the 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 way that they sort of scheme and team defend mm-hmm. against him, he really doesn't tend to go off against us very often. And he still has his monster games. He he still didn't have a bad game by any means. Like finished with thirty, and uh, how many rebounds? Thirty and ten. So, but re- really not uh, the dominant Embiid game that you're used to seeing every other night from him. And then a lot of people pointing it out. Raptors Twitter going crazy with it. James Harden just mm-hmm. looks like another guy. Yep. And yep. I don't know what the hell's going on. If it's still his hamstring somehow bothering so. him, or if he's just over the hill and this is just who he is. But I know for damn sure that the odds of him getting better in the playoffs are low. <laughs> yeah, so, especially against you know, the Raptors. If, of, uh, like, w- 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 Nick exactly. Nurse is going to put him in the torture chamber. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, and, and so I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying not to get ahead of mm-hmm. myself too much either, Matt, but... Sixers Raptors series, I I could see the Raptors winning it. Oh, I could see them doing. Well, and that's the thing, and then you know we're obviously uh, for everybody we're we're going to be doing a full. Uh, we we might be you know spread out into multiple Wednesday specials. It might be a two hour special. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's not that's not a hundred percent certain yet. Uh, but there's going to be a, a ton of uh, unreal content coming down the pipeline for you guys. Uh, we're going to be doing all yeah. NBA teams, end of season re- awards, big dog of the year award. Uh, we're going to be throwing that one out there as well. That's uh, going to be one you're not going to want to miss. Uh, but when we're looking at this game, Jordan, like, again, I was looking ahead to some of these playoff matchups. Uh, as I've told you, I just sit on my couch and just zone out and do that in my mind. Um, and, <laughs> uh, the 76ers Raptors, you know, upon first glance, you're kind of like, okay, well, Embiid's going to eat down low. I mean, Ken Birch and Ashua are really going to struggle with, uh, you know, yeah. handling him. Uh, and, and that is probably going to be true regardless. Uh, I mean, he's just got yeah. so much size and a lot of skill. Like he's just going to be able to dominate down low, but when you talk about perimeter defense and just the way you can game plan against ball handlers uh, in Nick Nurse's system, I kind of knew James Harden would be, you could pick him apart a little bit. You could really pick on yeah. him. And if you can take out one of the two headeds of the this monster, then it's like, well, what? Yeah. The, the, you just let him be, get his stats. Nobody else on that team's a threat. 
I mean, exactly. like, like literally, yeah. like Matisse Thibel, who may, might not even be able to play uh, uh, like in games in Toronto, which like like Danny Green's going to be your savior. Like, sorry, man. Like, but as someone who just seen him get his, uh, he, yeah, did, he, did, he did go off. He did hey, go off last night. He got his, he got his championship ring after uh, two years, almost three yeah. years. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I dig- I digress there. I the, the Raptors are the perfect team to to play against James Harden. I think he's going to be frustrated. I think this is going to be he'll, he's going to get put through hell uh, playing against yeah. the Raptors. And they, they it's really just going to be let him be, do whatever he wants. But even then, the Raptors are smart enough that they can you know find ways to keep the ball out of Embiid's hands. Like they're very quick. Yep. Um, Precious Achua again. I want to shout him out. I was saying like this was probably the best game I've ever seen him play in his career, bar none. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, he, he had pretty decent stats for, uh, you know, for, for himself. Uh, he, he had one, you know, he gets the rebound and then he just, Steph Curry pulls up in transition and <laughs> butters. I, I was like, this is, this is crazy. Like, uh, obviously, you know, he was playing a little bit, uh, you know, uh, over his head maybe, but you know, he, we've seen these flashes. Like, I think in the playoffs, if everybody can come out and, you know, we can just be positive, be, uh, be, be ready to go and ready to eat. Uh, I think that the you know, yeah. it's it's going to be a tough series. I, I'm not saying you know this is a regular season game. Um, you know we do, yeah. we, we can't yeah. take we can't uh, you know act like this is the NBA Finals. Um, but I do think that you know this this series is going to be a lot more uh, close than some people would probably initially have given it credit. Because uh, again, yeah, imagine Fred Van Vliet's playing. I mean, Gary Trent Jr. went off for thirty, just taking those extra shots yeah. that Freddie left up for him. So it's like the Raptors yeah. have, with Nick Nurse have really just always been a next man up kind of team uh and that's exactly yeah. what they've been i mean uh if we're fully healthy i yeah I, I, as you said like there's only the the only team yeah really that that would i think give the raptors a tough go is uh is the bucks and uh yeah even then that's mostly just a size thing so well you know we'll see the the, the, the raptors i i really i think are legit and and guess what this is kind of a nice little uh nugget that i i was thinking about as well because i'm i'm buying playoff tickets i don't care i'm going to uh the first round yeah we're going um, let's go like 100 um and i was thinking about it i'm like oh uh like it's gonna suck though because uh the saturday it's like oh it's it's a noon start it'll be a noon start the raptors have to place the first day they always play first and then i went oh yeah hold they, on. Do. they won't have home court advantage so they'll actually get to play at a decent time oh true yeah this hey, is the first year nice. first let's year go. they've been in the playoffs uh in maybe since the Chris Bosch era that they weren't uh they yeah. weren't a home seed. Um Yeah, I'm excited. So yeah, fuck the the noon start. I'm sure I'm sure Adam Silver will find a way. He'll be like, um, I'm gonna make it a ten thirty <laughs> uh start so that all the all the <laughs> on NBA yeah, all the West Coast uh, watchers can catch the Raptors. Um oh that, yeah God. we'll uh we'll we'll keep monitoring it closely. Uh Sixers fans, sorry man. Uh you know the, just get just get used to it because uh it's over. yeah the, the the playoffs are coming up quick. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy to see how the East shifts here. Um, and yeah. uh, you know, we we already did see the East shift a little bit with uh, the Celtics and Bucks matchup last night. Um, the Celtics dropping to third, the Bucks, uh, you know, moving up to number two. Uh, and, and again, yeah. as you said, there's a lot of room there between the Sixers and the Bucks, uh, uh, and the Celtics. You know, uh, about a game between all three uh, when it's all said and done. Uh, and and this was a. <sighs> For a game that I was really excited to watch and to kind of you know rewatch the the highlights and everything was really disappointing. Uh, overall, yeah. it was not the heavyweight slugfest that I thought it was going to be. Uh, obviously, Jason Tatum, uh, you know, not uh, not not playing in this one uh, unless I'm just no insane. Horford. Uh, yeah, no Horford. No, yeah, no Tatum, no um, Horford. It was back to back for Boston. They played in uh, Chicago, yeah. so resting their guys. Yeah, but. so it's a, it, it it just wasn't. A crazy exciting game i mean the fourth quarter got a little bit wild um and yeah 
Yeah, this the I don't this one was less of I found the Bucks won and more so the Celtics sold this one. Um, you know, yeah. Daniel Tice gets the wide open uh layup oh, uh, right by the by the rim and somehow like cuz at first I was like, "Oh, did did, did Giannis get a piece of that?" and it's like, "I don't think so. I'm pretty sure." Yeah. Pretty sure the 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 Germaniac just just stuffed himself into the rim on that one. Uh <laughs> and, and then the next play old man George Hill is stripping Jalen uh Jalen Brown like what do we what what year yeah. is this? Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you know, again, they, 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 the Celtics did what they could. Uh, obviously, missing whenever you're missing your best player, uh, and, and probably your biggest defensive anchor right now since Robert Williams has gone down and now Horford. I mean, uh, that that was yeah. a tough game, and they still hung in there. They fought ugly. Uh, they you know, they did their thing. Uh, Drew Holiday was a fucking beast. Um, like yeah, really, really great offensive game for him. Uh, and you know, Marcus Smart tried to do his thing. Uh, to keep his guys in there. I mean, twenty nine and seven. Uh, you know, pe- people are saying Marcus Smart. Uh, he's. I think I believe he's the the Vegas uh, betting odd for uh defensive player of the year. It's gonna be hilarious when he really wants. It's gonna be it. funny when they give it to Rudy Gobert because they they don't yeah, like Rudy. to give it to, to small guys. Only only one point guard yeah. ever to win it. So uh, just just remember that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I. This game, in my eyes, Jordan was just you know a little disappointing. But I think that this, in this case, it was more so like this is if this was a playoff matchup, this is not the basketball we're going to be watching. No, no, and it it was still you know it was it was closer than it could have been for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I I've just been just aside from his defense, which has always been solid, I've been so impressed with how Marcus mm-hmm. Smart kind of comports himself now. Like he. He used to take this many shots uh, in like a normal game uh, and then really kind of hurt his team down the stretch when he would sort of take it on to himself to, to uh, you know, go out and shoot these threes. But, you know, in a game when you're missing Jason Tatum, they needed him to score. And that's what he did. And he, he he's really kind of slowly and sneakily become a good, uh, I would say, a good three point shooter. Not a great one, but, you know, he he did his his part in this one. I thought Derek White had some good yeah, moments at the end sure. of this game, too. Um, and uh you know the the Bucks though. When I'm watching them, I just I I kind of got the same feeling I get when I watched uh, the Suns and when we talked about it. Like I just don't see how they don't come out of the East. I don't see how Milwaukee doesn't come out uh, because, especially with Brooke Lopez back, looking pretty damn good. Like almost you know n- near the tip top version of himself. He still can kind of get more athletic, but over these past few years, he hasn't really used his athleticism that much. It's just been his size. Mm-hmm and his shooting and you know the way he understands the system and compliments these other guys I wonder like, if all the to me he looks all the young pups out there listening to the to the big dogs right now i remember when brooke lopez couldn't shoot outside the paint oh i doubt it <laughs> he was posting up every single try all time Is he all, still i think the, he's the all-time leader, all-time leader. yeah and the, and, and, uh, the brooklyn slash <laughs> the yeah, new jersey nets uh yeah and then, yeah, then he went to milwaukee and became splash mountain uh sorry to cut you off there jordan but I, I do think about that a lot it's like nobody Nobody know, remembers like old school short uh, short fro Brooke Lopez that was I think like a one time <laughs> all star because he was averaging like twenty five and like eleven oh, or he something. Took every like, shot. Yeah, he was yeah every yeah. shot. Well, well those teams team. won like seventeen games. I know, I know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 crazy though because the the way his career has played mm-hmm. out because a lot of people were basically saying you know it's over th- this year like it foot injuries with big men especially older ones sometimes you're just you're just literally never the same and. To see him back already, like with with time, he's been back for a little bit, uh, and to sort of look ahead into the playoffs with them basically having their full squad back from last year, minus a PJ Tucker, um, and you know, but you know, the, you you've got a more kind of, uh, you know, Bobby Portis who understands his role a little bit more and can do a little bit more for you. Like I don't 
I don't think it's crazy to say that this year's team is as good as last year. I think they might be slightly worse just because of the age of all, all the rest of these guys going yep. up. Um, you know, another year and and the fact that you don't have Tucker who really, really, you know, even though he didn't exactly hold KD to, uh, you know, bad numbers, KD's still eight. Uh, but, you know, he, he, he plays a role in tiring a guy like that out and you can throw him, uh, you know, you, you could in theory in a Boston-Milwaukee, you know, series, throw Tucker out on Tatum and really bother him. Um, having another defender is always good. But, you know, I, I think this Milwaukee team with the wings that they've got, you know, they've got Connaughton. Uh, you know, and, and even Wes Matthews playing, you know, decent. He'll, mm-hmm, he'll be able mm-hmm. to, you know, they'll be able to throw him out there uh, in the playoffs. Like, I just don't see who they lose to. They're just, Giannis is too overpowering. Drew Holiday is just such a good two-way player. Even if he does kind of disappear on offense sometimes, which I'm sure he will. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just does such a good job of keeping the other team's ball handler in check. Like, it's just, it will be a horrible series for you as a point guard if you got to go up against Drew Holiday at game after game. The, um... <laughs> The one thing I'm watching is Chris Middleton, who I think quietly has kind of had a not great season this year. Like he just looks a little bit old to me, like a guy who's, and I give him the credit. I give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to turn it on and become playoff Middleton like he did last year. But I need to see it uh, because if he struggles throughout the playoffs, which we've seen him do in the playoffs before, I think Milwaukee's offense, uh, you know, especially if Drew Holiday goes through his up and downs. Uh, it, it'll be a lot, you know, very, very dependent on Giannis and all these other guys to hit shots. But I think they have enough, they have enough contingency plans and different ways that they can win that it'll be fine. But I am keeping an eye on, on Middleton. Like he's, he's just kind of sneakily had not that great of a he's, year. Uh, he, um, he's smoking so the all-star, we'll uh, Wiggins pack. He, he got, he, he got is. the all-star <laughs> appearance and now he's like, all right, I'm taking her easy until, uh, until the playoffs come around and then I'll be, uh, Mr. Robin once yeah. again uh because yeah i agree i mean even uh yeah we didn't even talk about it uh when they played the uh the nets and that uh or actually i guess that that was my my solo episode so i guess you weren't there for it um uh but when chris middleton uh in that game i didn't mention it on that podcast he got ejected with like four minutes left in that game yeah uh for a flagrant foul so it's like he's he's been doing a lot of weird shit for him um and and yeah i I, I, I totally agree. This past, I, and really I've noticed it since the All-Star break, because, you know, beforehand, I think he was still, he still had quite a few standout games, and, you know, he still will have his nights where he'll put up 20 and yeah, whatnot, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, in comparison, you know, uh, last year, even the year before, um, yeah, this is definitely yeah. a noticeable down year uh, for Middleton. Yeah. I, I don't really think it's anything for them to worry about, uh, you know, as you, as you just no, said, no, like, no. you know, like, the, the, they'll probably find a way to, you know, galvanize the guys, and, and you know, well, we see this all the time with you know top teams, especially coming off a championship. You're tired, and you know some nights you're you're gonna kind of mail it in. Uh, like he, yeah. he's an NBA professional. He's been doing this for a while. This doesn't really give him jitters. A regular season matchup yeah. against uh, you know Boston. I mean, uh, you know he, he's gonna give it his all, but I mean at the end of the day, uh, I I don't think that uh, Middleton's gonna be an issue. But I mean, if that like let's say game one, game two go by, and he's like 15 points, 14 points, like then. Then we can start kind of yeah. really dialing in and being like, hey, well, is there something else going on here? Because, again, yeah, I, I totally agree. He hasn't been uh, nearly uh, as good as he he should be. And, you know, the Bucks are just lucky and fortunate enough that they're in a situation where, you know, these guys are kind of stepping up. Like uh, Wesley Matthews kind of 
not not quite, but he's slowly kind of getting back into that uh, that old school Portland Trailblazers. Wesley Matthews, you know, uh, yeah. the, the young uh, young yeah, defender. Gun, sure. Uh, before you had the, the yeah. I believe it was an ACL tear. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what a great what a great team those uh, those those Trailblazers were. Um, but oh, but uh, yeah, I mean Wesley Matthews has really kind of come on for them, uh, and, and yep. I think taken a lot of uh, a lot of help uh, and, and a lot of the pressure off of uh, Middleton. So. Um, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see, uh, you know, how this all ends up playing out for them. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it, it would be, it would, it would be great to see, you know, Chris Paul and, uh, Giannis get that rematch one more time. Let's run it back. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. I really don't see how it, unless there's some sort of injury, I think that's, that's going to be the finals matchup again, because I, as much as I give credit to, or not credit, but you know, I, I, I picked the Nets to make the finals yeah. uh, early, early on in the season. I still think in a very weird way, they might still well, be the second hey, most it, dangerous team if, in the if East. If the Nets beat the Cavs in the play-in, if it's, everything stays at 7-8 as it is right now, if they beat the Cavs, then the Nets would play the Bucks right now in the yeah. first round. Yeah, And I mean... Yeah. That, the, Nets could, the Nets could beat them. It's not It's not the craziest yes. thing to say. The Nets could beat no, them. No, 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 no. They, uh, I give I give uh, Kevin Durant deserves that respect until it happens. I, I won't put it out of the you know realm of possibility that he can go and win uh, a series, even if it's just by himself, even if it's nobody else is really playing that well, even if they still don't have Simmons, even if Kyrie is just kind of meh. Um, but, you know, that that that's not even the yeah. case uh, because, you know, Kyrie is going to go off too. like I give him that that respect as well. So I don't know, like. I. I know people have been kind of down on the Bucks or not the Bucks, the Nets more recently, kind of talking about how unlikely it is and how, you know, dangerous it is to be in their position where you're in a play-in spot and, you know, nothing's guaranteed. You can have a bad game or two um, and not even get a chance to be in the playoffs. I get all that. But, like, with with all these other teams, like, uh, you know, not even, you know, we, we can get into the Bulls. Uh, really, uh, we will talk about mm-hmm. them later on. The, the the Sixers and Harden situation, them not looking great. Boston without Williams, um, you know, c- kind of coming down a peg in terms of what their overall ceiling is. And then Miami being this team that I know no one wants to face, but I, at the same time, don't think anyone's that terrified no. of Miami. No. Like, Brooklyn's still, Brooklyn's still in that mix uh, with, with those two, you know, all-time offensive, uh, you know, stars, uh, two of the best we've ever yeah. seen. And I'm, I'm just really watching the Simmons situation. Like, it, it's it's a weird it's a weird sort of thing that even though it, I, I don't think he's going to be like this you know incredible addition for them uh, because he hasn't had time to kind of acclimate to their system at all even if he's thrown into a first round series second round series whatever but literally all you need to do for for him to raise the level and ceiling of your team is just go out there and guard mm-hmm. somebody so like it's not a situation where he's another offensive no, guy no, you have to yeah. work into the flow and you're really counting on him. You just need to throw him out there as a body. He doesn't need to know any fucking play. He doesn't need to know anything. He just needs to guard people. Um, and if they get that from him, he can contribute to that sort of, you know, he, he can contribute to them winning immediately right away without any Would sort of Would be a great Giannis period. stopper. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, a- any of the big wings uh, in the league. Like, the, the, the Nets just don't have anyone to do that right now. So I'm I'm monitoring that. I, I, I really want to see him come back because I want to see as many of these teams as possible at, at full strength. Mm-hmm. But... You know, we'll we'll see that 
We, we've been talking about it, and it's almost here now. The East playoffs are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, well, we're gonna and we're going to get to Ben Simmons a little bit later in the podcast, uh, just for a little brief chat, because, uh, again, we, we've kind of ex- exasperated ourselves on, uh, on Ben Simmons' talk, and I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing us fucking <laughs> whine about his, uh, his non-playing ways. But uh, the Miami Heat, you kind of mentioned them just there uh, in passing, uh, officially clinching the Eastern Conference. Uh, not something that a lot of people saw coming, uh, you know, I, yeah. I had in one of my hypothetical situations if uh, Kyrie had never returned uh, this season or wasn't playing this season, I had the Heat uh, coming out of the East. I didn't think they were going to be the the number one seed, but I did have them winning. No, I don't think anyone yeah, thought I had, that. I, had the, I did have them going to the NBA Finals in that hypothetical situation. Yeah. Um, but obviously Kyrie came back, so then I switched my pick to the Nets. Um, but uh, that, that, that that's unrelated. Um, but the Heat... Uh, you know, clinching the number one seed, uh, you know, they make the the big splash in free agency to get Kyle Lowry. And I, I would say it paid off. I think this is exactly what they wanted. They wanted to have a better regular season so they, they could really rise up the rankings, get a better uh, finish and, you know, maybe a home court advantage. And I, 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 I even even Heat fans, I don't think any of them would have been uh, thinking a number no. one seed was in play when you've got uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia and Brooklyn in the same yeah. conference. I, I, I really don't think anybody... Uh, anybody was going to give them that credit um but no. you you got to give them the credit i mean a guy who we pretty much never talked about uh this year like bam Adebayo, uh has had like really under the radar one of the best defensive seasons in the league um uh, yeah. this year and uh you know he he gets it done on the offensive end when he needs to as well um but I, I, I really, this is a, as I said before, this is a perfect Miami Heat team. This is really good for, for Spo. This is really good for Pat Riley. This is everything they want. It's a, it's a tough yep. team. They play hard defense and the offense is very unselfish. It's you don't see a lot of, you know, guys ball hogging. There's not a lot of ISO plays. Uh, this is just one of those really well-oiled machines that when you play them in the playoffs, it's not going to be an easy out. Um, but as you said, no. I don't really think that they are the scariest one seed. I think that, you know, like it's not out of the realm of possibility, again, depending on, you know, how the, the, the play-in tournament goes. Like, with, with Brooklyn being, you know, in that mix, like, no top yeah. seed is safe. Like, uh, no, but, no. Like, like, I, I again, same thing. Like, I could see, like, this first round, like, if it was, like, a 1-8 Brooklyn versus, uh, Brooklyn versus Miami, Brooklyn could give them a run for their money and take them for six or seven games oh, yeah. or beat them uh, in that frame. Like, it's... Yep. It's going to be down to the wire, uh, and I just yeah I don't think that they have they've they've got some depth. Like I mean, I I would have a lot more faith in them too if like you know some of these other signings you know giving Duncan Robinson ninety million dollars and yeah. him not playing like he's like got two broken tibias. Like I mean it's it's, it's insane yeah. <laughs> uh, the 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 production they've gotten from some guys and then the lack of production they've gotten from others uh, with really no changes in personnel other than you get Kyle Lowry, who's just going to make you and everyone else around you better. Um, so, I mean, yeah, my, yeah. yeah I, I think I'm just kind of essentially jocking your, uh, your take there, but I, I think the Miami heat awesome team, great team are going to be, you know, they are contenders. I will say that they still are contenders, but oh, they're yeah. kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. again, they're, they're, you can never bet, on the team that's the best all-around team in the NBA because eventually you're no. going to play a guy like Kevin Durant or Giannis or LeBron James yep. in his prime, you know, guys like that that are just so dynamic and so dominant that they can take over series single-handedly. If you don't have a guy yeah. like that, you're always going to be at the disadvantage, and that's what the Heat are going to be like uh, uh, pretty much their whole playoff run. Yeah, well, I mean, and we, we've seen this time and time again, like the the sort of most cohesive 
uh, best team uh, throughout the regular season. Uh, next man up looks good even when guys miss time. They've got you know a great system in place. You know, j- very reminiscent, very different team, but same sort of feel as those uh, Atlanta Hawks teams that won sixty yep. games with Bud. Uh, you know, with the four All Stars, um, but who ultimately get swept uh, by by LeBron because. You know, we've seen this, you know, in both conferences and across time. If you've got the best player in a series, uh, you tend to win uh, in the playoffs mm-hmm. just because, you know, the game slows down. Defenses tighten up. Uh, random ass guys who play well during the regular season are either fall out of the rotation or or don't, you know, hit shots anymore. And then you're you really have to look in the mirror and you're left with your best five, six, seven, eight guys um, and what they can do on both ends of the floor. Um, and when you look at the heat. They wouldn't have the best player in a Bucks series, no. obviously. That's Giannis. They wouldn't have the best player in a Celtics no. series. I think Tatum's better yep. than anyone. Or the 76ers. Nope. Uh, they've got Embiid. You could even make the argument, the Raptors, uh, if you think Pascal Siakam's better than Jimmy Butler. Uh, right now? You know, maybe they I, don't even I have... don't think that's... I think that's pretty safe to say, Well, it's, it's all the rage yeah. right now on Twitter. Yeah, it was like, you know, but between those two guys, who gets an all-NBA sure spot? Sure, some Miami Heat um, fans are listening right now. Like, you guys are fucked in the head. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll pull for my guy anytime <laughs> I can. Um, and then, you know, obviously in the Nets series, if they play them, which is not something you always mm-hmm. find, uh, that you're going to have this, you know, sneaky fucking... Uh, team in the very bottom of the playoff picture you know here's your reward for being the number one yeah. seed you might be able to play uh kevin durant and kyrie irving but that's just going to be tough to sort of overcome that through all, it could be literally every round of the playoffs that the heat have to do that depending on who they get in the first round but you know they do have a very very good defensive identity that will a hundred percent not fail them in the playoffs i don't think their defense will be the problem mm-hmm. and they've luckily you know, knock on wood, got through this whole season with Lowry relatively healthy, Butler relatively healthy, like all these kind of older guys uh, who I think we were all kind of worried about uh, if, if you're the Heat, like who's going to be healthy uh, because you're going to really, really depend on these kind of older guys uh, to to who have already got a lot of miles on them to, to you know, be healthy for a, a long playoff run, an extended playoff run, and, you know, how, how likely is that? Um but you know the the heat culture uh, and you know their their kind of developmental uh, system there has ensured that they've been able to win a whole bunch of games, lock up the first seed with so many fucking guys missing time, and you know you you miss time for injuries, but you also you you take those you take that as rest sometimes too. Like with Kyle Lowry dealt with his personal issues um, for for however long you know that took him, but he was also resting during that time at least physically. Yeah. Um, you know, and and Jimmy Butler the time he missed. Also, you know, less miles on him. So I think that's all good. And I, I think the Heat are going into the playoffs in sort of the best shape that they can be. But I just offensively, like, you need, you're relying on Tyler Hero. But when you put him out there, it's kind of like this catch-22 with all these other amazing defenders. People just pick yeah. on him over and over and over again at the end of games. And especially, uh, you know, in the East, if you've got fucking Jason Tatum uh, you know, uh, in the Celtics organizing a switch with, you know, where, where Hero's guarding Tatum or freaking Giannis uh, in the Bucks case or, or KD, like Hero has has no, no chance yeah. uh, against any of those guys. Um, and it, they, they just they can't afford, though, to have him off the court that often because otherwise they don't have enough offense because Jimmy Butler, you know, as as, as great as he is um, and you know, as undervalued as he is as a player and someone who's a, had a really good all around season. You just he's not quite on that level with the the Tatums, uh, you know, the 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 Giannis's, the KDs, the other kind of top tier scoring wings 
um, in the league. He's just not quite that consistent. And yeah, he'll have a game where he has 25 or 30, but sometimes he'll have only like 18 and, and shoot very poorly and not hit a goddamn yeah. three-point shot. So it's it's just going to be all about the, the Heat's offense, their half-court offense, you know, in particular. Their defense will definitely hold up, but, you know, we'll see if Kyle Lowry can be a little bit more aggressive in the playoffs, if Bam can get his kind of playmaking, distributing going. Um, like I said, they'll, they'll hold it down defensively. I don't think anyone wants to play them, but I think everyone, you know, anyone in the East is kind of zeroing in on them and saying, you know, we if we get hot offensively, um, and, you know, if we can just kind of hold these guys in check, especially another good defensive team like Boston, uh, you know, uh, I think they're definitely beatable. But at the same time, I could see them making the finals. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how important defense is. Uh, you know, it'll be really be tested uh, how, you know, a tough veteran defensive group, you know, how far they can go uh, against these other teams that almost all of them are more talented offensively. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It'll be a philosophical battle yeah. here. Uh, for Jimmy's going to be, after every single game, he's going to be doing the the bubble where he's draped over the, the little oh, stanchion. Yeah. He'll he's going to be gassed. He's gonna, he'll, he'll be tough. This will be a tough playoff run, but uh, you know what? Miami's a, a tough team. We'll see if they can pull it out. Um, one team that's not going to be able to pull out anything uh, except for the fishing rods, the golf clubs, uh, you know, tennis rackets, whatever you uh, you want to you want to do in your your summer, your free time. Because the Lakers, you're going to have lots of them. Maybe LeBron makes Space Jam too. He, he hey, he's hey, an award winning actor. Taylor Horton, Taylor Horton Tucker had 40 points I last night. So fuck. I don't want to I don't want to hear it. He had an yeah, amazing just nine points per game. That's not even a joke. That's uh, literally what they, they they gave this guy an extension to. Um, yeah. So obviously everybody knows this is the last time, unless there's some crazy news that comes out. Uh, we'll be talking with the Lakers. This is 100% the last time. I'm sure we, you guys may have enjoyed our, our rants and us picking on them all year. But what a tumultuous, blow-up, horrible freak show of a year for their, for Los Angeles. Yeah, I've got some things to say about um, this for sure. I mean, and, and I feel like every single day that passed from our, uh, our, our Monday podcast – Every day there was something new coming out of the Lakers. Obviously, when they they officially missed the playoffs, but even before that, you could tell that there was they they didn't even care. They didn't even believe in themselves enough to make it because Anthony Davis was yeah. going out with the oh well, you know, this is a really a what if season. Like if we were healthy, uh, you know, could have been way better. Like I we would have been okay. And it's like okay, well, man, that's part of the game. And you again, as I said, Mister Glass Bones Boy, uh, Anthony Davis, <laughs> like you, hey, Glass yeah, Bones you boy. can't be the one that's like. Oh yeah, if we were healthy, it's like motherfucker, you get healthy. When have you played? Like you, you, you've never even been able to play a full season. Like I don't know what the hell this is. Like where you're coming from? Where you uh, think that you can be like, oh yeah, well if I was healthy and you know Braun was healthy, everyone was sure, yeah. And, and I mean, uh, you know, if uh, apples and gumdrops uh, were falling from the sky, then uh, I'd be a happy, a happy lad. Uh, but but instead, here we are with uh, the Lakers missing the playoffs. Um, not even the play in. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. In, absolutely yeah, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's, that's my biggest, my biggest pet peeve. The Lakers did not miss yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> they missed the play yeah. in. They weren't even the 10th seed. Like uh, imagine to uh, just think back two years ago. I know we're all used to the play in already. It's only been around a, a year or whatever, but the 10th, they couldn't even make the 10th yeah. seed. That is so embarrassing. I just want. Every time I hear, oh, they didn't make the playoffs. No, 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 they didn't make the yeah. play-in. Well, Go on, well, no, and people, no, hundred percent. And I mean, the 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 other thing with uh with, with that, you know, people are are kind of you know, looking around, pointing fingers. We're trying to figure out, you know, uh, what went wrong, what where everything went. 
But, uh, you know, people on Twitter as well, like even the Lakers were like, oh, yeah, it's the same thing as the, the year we got Nash and Dwight. It's the same thing. No, it's not. You nope. made the playoffs. You made and the that playoffs. Was with it, and that was with it, without the plan. That was way, way before yes, the plan. Exactly. That team, at least, you know, w- that was horrible. And, and, but they made the playoffs in a West. But they were a winning in, team. They were a winning In the Western team. Conference when like, the West was fucking yes. crazy good. Like that's yes, like prime, yes. like one of the best uh, like Western Conference uh, that we've we've ever seen. And yeah, they still made the playoffs. Uh, obviously, you know Kobe had that crazy stretch uh, where you know he was averaging like fifty points a game before he tore his Achilles. But yep. even then, I believe they, they still won a game in the playoffs. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember yeah, who they played no, maybe that, the Spurs or something. Um, but, but the, the people, the, yeah, this year's Lakers. I, I, I another thing, people have they're thirty one and forty nine. Yeah, yeah, it's not even bad. It's that not is close. two games better. Then the purple team, <laughs> the team that was so bad we'd refuse to even talk about. Like, why we we should you know implement the same ban on on the fucking Lakers? Like, yep. no more California teams other than you know the Warriors and and the freaking Clippers. Like, it's 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 so much worse than I think people are are giving. Like, people need to give the credit to how bad For this sure. is. Yeah. No one's no one's really doing it. Yeah, like yeah, not the comparison. They're talking about you know disappointing seasons, especially for the Lakers. They they're they're talking about that Kobe year, you know, with Nash and all those guys. They're talking about the freaking '04 year with Gary Payton and <laughs> Carl Malone they, when yeah. they made the NBA Finals. <laughs> they made the finals. They won three playoffs here. Like it's yeah. unbelievable. It they missed the play-in people. They're the 11th seed. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. And LeBron played a yeah. lot of the time. Uh, you know, he he didn't miss that that enough much to time. possibly he win had Russell the, Westbrook the for title. a full season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, Anthony Davis did miss time, of course. But again, if you if you don't plan for that ahead of a you know ahead of this this season that that's just now wrapping up, if you can't see that as a possibility, you're an idiot because Anthony Davis has missed time for the past God knows how long. He's an injury prone player. If if you're not going to sort of work that possibility into your game plan and the way you build your roster. That's completely on you. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, man, uh, I'm just so glad it's over. I'm so glad that, you know, the the, the baby yeah. is dead. Uh, it's it's done. It's uh, We didn't have to watch them, you know, uh, all these graphics, you know, talking about, you know, if if, if uh, the Spurs lose and the Pelicans yeah, win yeah. and the Timberwolves yeah. lose and the, the, the Lakers get Like, thank God it's over with a little bit of time left here. Can I take a breath? Uh, what a train yeah. wreck. What well, a train wreck. I, so here's, here's a couple things. And, I mean, this is just one more point just to – to how the season ended up going uh, and i'm not even actually gonna apologize because he was so fucking bad and it's the last time we're talking with them so let's just end it off with some good old uh west brick slander um brick. me and jordan had said before the season started that this would have been a good move because as we said before the season even started this is an old man lebron and this is anthony davis yeah. who's never healthy westbrook can go in there and average his you know 25 9 and 9 no problem get them yeah. some regular season wins we weren't even like considering them to miss the playoffs. Again, I thought they were were going to go to the NBA Finals. Um, yeah. It's uh, it, it's then Westbrook comes out and he's this is the worst we've ever seen him. Like this is worse than like rookie uh, yes. Russell Westbrook. I, I, I yeah. I, I again, we're, we're, there's lots and lots of fingers to point. You can't just do it at Russ, but I think that like the big like your big like your pointer finger is at him, and then maybe a pinky at at like AD and the thumb at Vogel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're kind of yeah, like this yeah. right now, but I think that the, the main, yeah, the yeah. main hey. pointer we're, we're sticking right at Russell Westbrook. Um, and, and from what I've heard, uh, at the end of the season, once this is all wrapped up, uh, Frank Vogel is going to be let go. Uh, that's, that's what my sources are telling me. 
so uh, yeah. don't be surprised. I, I was I was saying that he should get fired midway through the season, and maybe that would have helped them. Give him a spark, do something. Uh, I I, yeah. I don't know what the like I don't know what the hang up on Frank Vogel was to begin with. Like yeah, you won a team with LeBron. That doesn't really count. But everything else that you've coached yeah. has been shit. Like I don't I don't yeah. know why the Lakers were so. Hey, give Indiana, give Indiana those Indiana teams I, credit. Well, the yeah. thing is. He, he's a defensive-minded coach, yep. and the team took away all his yeah. defenders and said, oh, "Like, like, I think, I think any sort of like, I, I know it's kind of cheating to throw out like one of the best coaches in the NBA and say, you know, if he was here, but like, imagine like even someone like Nick Nurse on this team. Oh, I thought you were gonna uh, go like a know, Dan another Tony. good, uh, well, yeah, Dan Tony, like any any sort of offensive-minded coach, I think could have done so much. Like, I, I don't want to take away from, you know, I don't want to rag on Frank Vogel that much. I just don't think he." He, he's he's an offense or he's a defensively focused coach that's where where his you know his, his good game plans are and i i just don't think he he, he was probably the worst guy to get the most sure, out of the, yeah. the, this team offensively which is where they really struggled i mean they struggled on defense too but i think that was more personnel than anything mm-hmm. else um but like just offensively i, I think it's literally the worst you yeah. like they looked like trash especially when you have lebron averaging 30 points per game his, his highest point total in his career like my god it's, uh, I it, it's it's really really it just hurt. Probably the most de- the the most disappointing season, uh, we we've almost yeah. ever seen. Like, and I can't remember a more disappointing season in my time because we're talking about the these other disappointing teams. They were all yeah yeah they were disappointing our, our expectations. But like, if we say oh this team's gonna go to the finals, they usually at least yeah, get the playoffs. Yeah. They they're usually yeah. at least okay, and then they flame out in the first round or something. This was like, this I I've literally never seen this before to have this high expectations and to come yeah. this short of them. It's insane. Uh, it's crazy. Well, I, I also would like to to point out, and I mean, not luckily, and for me, I mean, like you'll you'll probably have more of a heyday with this. Um, you know, this is gonna and maybe not right now. Maybe people aren't gonna use it yet, but this is gonna affect LeBron's legacy. A hundred percent. Like I mean, people are gonna say, "Oh, well, it was a shit team." Like that's the defense, and that's true. But at the end of the day, people are going to go, look, LeBron, this is his, uh, that's how he ended his career. He was missing the playoffs. He wasn't even able to get there averaging. But I mean, he was, he missed the playoffs in half the time. He's been a Laker four yep, seasons. True. He won true. a championship, but he missed the playoffs in two se- two, two of those uh, seasons, like half the How half the time. crazy is it to think if we went back in time, we, we were before big dog ball talk existed. I know it's not a place that any of us want to go back to. I mean, we're here to stay. No. Um, but if we went to each other and we went, Hey, uh, so yeah, you saw that Pelicans and Lakers uh, trade, eh? In uh, in less than three <laughs> years, the Pelicans will already be better than the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, insane. Like the 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 way that the Lakers built this fucking roster from, especially from last year to this year, letting all those guys go, giving up everything you had, everything you had left to get Russell yeah. Westbrook, the worst thing. Like and. Yeah, LeBron legacy is going to take a hit. I think people are going to talk about this Russell Westbrook trade. I've already heard it as the worst trade like in NBA history or recent NBA history. There, yeah. uh, like, it, I can't think of anything, especially the way we like we know how it's turned out now. Um, and yeah, like Stephen A. Smith already, you know, uh, already chiming in saying this now disqualifies LeBron, <laughs> uh, you know, as kind of the goat debate. And I will just say, I will just say, people. People talk about, and, and I'm going to bring it back to just specifically the Lakers narrative and how people say, people looked at Kobe in, in his last years, averaging all these points, 
you know, the Lakers were still sort of winning, but not not nearly sort of as good as Kobe would have mm. hoped, you know, getting bounced in the first round, all this t- sort of stuff. People looked at that and said, you know, when LeBron's that age, he'll never let that happen. He'll he'll always make his, everyone around him better. He won't just get, you know, he won't just score his points um, and his team will be shit. That'll never happen to LeBron. But lo and behold, and I'm not doing this to shame LeBron, but I want more respect on Kobe's name, uh, you know, as someone who was in a similar situation, kind of up there in age, still doing what he could points wise. Um, and, you know, his, his team just wasn't as good around him. Now, I know I know people point to, you know, the, the fact that they had uh, Gasol and, and, and Dwight and an old Steve Nash, but those guys were all yeah. hurt, kind of similar to this year where you, yeah, like the, the, the Lakers have four of the top 75 players of all time, apparently. Um, but, you know, when you throw in age, when you throw in different circumstances, you can't just take a guy's, you know, resume from 10 years ago and think he's going to be that exactly, same guy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, I, I don't blame LeBron for this, but everyone says, every, everyone, all the argument is LeBron always makes his teams better. LeBron always pulls his guys up by the boot, bootstraps and takes subpar teams and makes them good. No, everyone, he, he he did that for a long time. Uh, I'll get, always give him credit for doing that, you know, when he was kind of in his physical prime and, and even well beyond old. that uh, as recently as two years ago. Man. But he's old. He's old. <laughs> and it's it's normal when you have yeah. a shit team to just not yeah. win. So I just want... I, I, we'll, we'll leave the LeBron talk. You know, people are going to talk about it. I just want co- more respect on Kobe's yeah. name uh, as someone who went through a similar thing. But uh, I will add, uh, my last jab, they made the yeah. playoffs. They they weren't this far under 500. So give Kobe his love. That's that's all well, I It's going to be, uh, again, interesting to see how this all plans out. Uh, I mean, it's so funny again, you know, with the Westbrook trade, they could have had that buddy healed move uh, and kept Caruso. Yep. And uh, I think all the only real and KCP, the only guy they would have had to really give up was, uh, if I remember correct, if the, the way the trades worked out was Kuzma. Magic Johnson went on uh, ESPN and was talking about how yep. uh, they actually could have worked it out that they would have also got DeRozan because he wanted to go Not to the true. Lakers. No uh, way. Everyone, everyone's talking about how like the cap the cap economics yeah they, like they the, would have had to salary yeah, yeah. He, never he would have, have had to take like a crazy that. pay cut uh but i mean yeah, but that's yeah, magic yeah. right he he's always going to want to get in the headlines oh. he'll say the the, the craziest always. stuff and then have like the most fake looking tweets ever um uh, and then now we're we get to wait and see how uh russell westbrook does in charlotte because apparently the the hornets are aggressively yeah. thinking that the mellow Lame- could michael jordan be a dumber fucking Honestly. uh fi- he finally makes the right yeah. move uh in drafting for the the, the you know Lamelo the the first good move he's made that would be much, a horrible if he goes and gets Westbrook I'll that would be a out. horrible fit Lamelo and Russ that would be horrible it yeah. doesn't make any no, sense horrible at all. um but I guess we'll see how that that, that all goes out uh we were talking about Lamelo but uh let's talk about Lonzo we were talking about DeRozan uh we're gonna get all the the Chicago Bulls talk here quickly um yeah. Lonzo Ball officially out for the season, having a career best year. Uh, I think that's safe to say. Uh, you know, he, he really stepped up this year. Defensively, he was amazing. Uh, he was shooting the ball from deep uh, really, really well. But yep. unfortunately, you know, he had a multitude of injuries this year. Um, and, and really, the Bulls in general have. And, you know, this was a guy that they really needed. And him going to be missing the rest of this year is uh, that's a tough pill to swallow if you're a Bulls fan, um, especially considering yeah. how hot they started off this season, uh, even midway through. Yeah. Again, like DeRozan was looking like the MVP. They were jockeying for the the first place seed uh, in, in the East, and now they're they're going to be the sixth seed. 
um which is still yep. you know that's good that's better than what a lot of people like i think i had them around seven uh going into the season i think you were probably around the same uh nobody nobody was yep. expecting them to go that high i mean their their social media team really went crazy with the oh everyone's the worst <laughs> signings and, and yeah sure derozan really did prove a lot of people wrong myself included um and uh you know it's it's it was a great story but I'm at the point, you know, Lonzo's out. We don't know how healthy the rest of the team is. We've seen DeRozan uh, yeah. in the playoffs. We that, That's always going to be a question mark. Until I see him really have a dominant playoff series, you know, it's it's hard for me to be like, yeah, he's going to carry them. Right now, they'd be playing this Boston Celtics. That's a matchup we and you have spoken about on the podcast and off the podcast um, for a couple months now. And that was right when the Celtics were starting to get a little bit better. That was, I believe, when the when the Celtics were the... Uh, the six seed and the bulls were the three seed and now the now the yeah. now the, yeah, yeah, the script yeah. flipped. Yeah, it's flipped um i i honestly i'm looking kind of at the, the 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 top four teams even like if you want to somehow get toronto like i don't think the bulls are gonna like, beat anybody no, um no. without the, without lonzo with more injuries going on unproven guys like they again yeah. same kind of like what we're talking about the heat they're not gonna be an easy out but they don't have the that one shining factor that's gonna, you know, like the Heat yeah. have the one of the best defenses in the league, um, and they're they're yeah. a tough, well organized team. The Bulls are just kind of like an exciting team with some good, like really good players, but there isn't really like a key identity to them. At least I don't find there is. No, uh, I just think that they're a good basketball team, but they're not great. And yeah. I think that this is gonna, yeah. this is this is gonna be a sad ending to a team that was really exciting and really fun to watch this year. Um, but I, I. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I mean, Jordan, for me, I, I think that this this Lonzo injury with everything going on this year, I really do think that the Bulls are looking like they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, the the Bulls came back. The Bulls are back uh, earlier this season. Now they're, they're going yeah. to go away again, I think. Uh, it's uh, like, I don't know. I, I give them, I, I will give them the sort of benefit of the doubt that a healthy uh, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine Hopefully Zach Levine's yeah. healthy, uh, you know, for the playoffs and ready to go because he's been dealing with a lot of shit and hasn't really looked the same. Um, and well, they've got so, a lot of depth. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like they, they could still do something here. Like they got Vucevic too down yeah. low. Like the way that they're constructed is yeah. very. They're still a deep team. It's just I, I just don't see them putting it together. No, no. I, I just I think you need a hundred percent for for this team right now without Lonzo to 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 win. You need DeRozan and Levine to both absolutely go yeah. the fuck off. And I, I think DeRozan can do it, but like we've said, we've seen him, uh, you know, as Raptors fans, we we've seen the way his numbers, uh, his efficiency, kind of everything across the board takes mm-hmm. a hit in the playoffs. We'll see. I mean, he's a different guy it's now true. though. Like he, he's a different dude. Uh, I, I really want to, I, I'm kind of rooting for DeMar to shove that kind of like Kyle did, uh, you know, towards the end of, you know, his, his run with the Raptors. I'm rooting for him to just shove it all back in everyone's mm-hmm. face and be just as good, if not better, uh, in the playoffs. I really hope he can do that. So, you know, uh, again, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that, that, that that's, that's what's going to happen. But, you know, we'll we'll see because we can only go off what we've we've already seen from him in the playoffs. But I, I just... It, Lonzo was such a good connector for them, uh, such a good shooter, such a good point guard who had size, who could bring it up and, you know, distribute um, and, you know, get the ball to the right guys in the right spots. Like, he was really such an important part uh, of their early success. Um, and, you know, they, they try to patch things, to, patch things together, you know, with their point guards, you know, getting Caruso to bring mm-hmm. the ball up. You've got White, Desunmu, who's, you know, been great this year, but, you know, you, you still don't know what he's going to look like in the playoffs. They just, 
they're deep, but not with enough good players. Like they, they're in a weird they're, situation. They're deep with for like, sure. yeah, like it, it's like this depth, but with completely unproven yeah, guys. Yeah. So it's like still kind of depth, but like not not the not the top tier depth you would you would kind of want and hope for. You've got other like just kind of weird guys to throw out there, like Derek Jones Jr. and Javante Green and Tristan Thompson. Who knows no, how God, much yeah. you know he'll play? Like I just I just don't think I. I I, I like their depth, uh, you know, for what it is, but I just don't like the 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 players when you kind of go down the lineup. Yeah. There's just not enough, uh, you know, sort of substance. Um, and Vucevic, like, again, like, just defensively, this team is just going to get eaten alive. Like, they, they just can't defend mm-hmm. anyone uh, at a high enough level, especially in the playoffs, because you've got DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine out there, not bad defenders, but there's so many good wings that they're going to have to go up against that they're going to be so fucking exhausted uh, you know, with the offensive burden that they have to, uh, you know, carry plus defending uh, God. Like if, if they're playing the Celtics, each one of them having to defend, you know, one of them having to defend Tatum, one of them having to defend Brown, like that's going to take a hell of a lot out of those guys. Uh, Boston can really neutralize what Vucevic does. I think you throw Horford on Vucevic. It's almost like a wrap. Like I, I just think Vucevic really struggles against those really smart kind of big man defenders. And then Otherwise, the, the, the rest of these guys, they're just yeah. okay. They're just kind of meh. And I think that's why the Bulls have really just fallen down. Um, and and especially now, like, the nail in the coffin for me is they're not going to have home court yeah. advantage. Like, if they had a home court advantage in Chicago, that place gets rocking. Um, you know, it was looking like that was almost like a sure thing. Yeah. Uh, even halfway through the year, fighting for the first seed. Like, the the fact that they're down now in, in the bottom, you know, they, they, they've secured a play playoff spot. So they'll have a chance to, to you know compete in an actual series but i just don't see them beating anyone uh above them unfortunately and it, it sucks because i think if they were fully healthy fully rearing to go if they had that sort of regular season success you know if they had kept everyone on and everyone firing on all cylinders i think they they'd have a good shot at having home court and then you know i'd, I'd see them you know winning a first round series for sure but just the the way that things have shaken out i i just don't see it which, which sucks for them because this was this was looking to be a really successful season and to more than likely, you know, bow out in I don't know, five or six games, uh, maybe even four. Uh, that That's, I think, the most likely thing. That's just that's that's really, really yeah. tough appeal for, for Bulls fans. Yeah. To swallow. Well, again, it's not nothing's uh, nothing's been written yet. Uh, Jordan, and I can 110 percent be wrong. Maybe uh, Project Pat Sometimes. comes back and, uh, you know, we can see him help yeah. out. But I mean, uh, it's tough for a second year guy who's really still a rookie. He didn't really play this year yeah. uh to come in and then yeah. be expected to guard the best player on a, a, a top playoff team so uh you know yeah. bulls yeah. fans sorry about that we hope that this wasn't the the like it's friday it's friday baby come on let's party Woo. um i but i don't want to you know bum you guys out right away but uh we may have but i mean that, that that's your problem not mine i'm feeling good uh but we kind of talked about it. We're going to really go briefly over this. Um, but head coach Steve Nash uh, stating that uh, Ben Simmons will not be playing in the play-in. Um, not ruling out playoffs, but, I mean, if he's not nope. going to be ready for the play-in, um, I'm pretty well assuming that he's not going to be there for the first round either. Um, I And then it's like, are we really going to let the guy who the last time we saw him play, uh, who put up zero points uh, in, a, in a game seven, we're really just going to be like, okay, um, Ben Simmons, you uh, you come in. We're, we're in the second round in a uber close, uber competitive uh, Eastern Conference. Now you are the third option. Congrats! Like I, yeah. 
I, <laughs> as much as we've talked about him returning and how great that would be, and we even spoke about it a little bit in the beginning of this podcast, is there even a point? Like, is there really I, a point? Like, I, I, I think his defense is it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would just be defensively. And I, for me, if I'm the Nets, yeah, I'm throwing yeah. him in there. Uh, if he's ready to go, I, I'm saying you're coming back. Because, yeah, yeah, like, these windows, uh, these kind of windows of championship opportunity, deep playoff run opportunity, we, we've seen more and more recently. They close oh, faster yeah. than you can fucking, uh, you know, blink. Like, Kevin Durant uh, or Kyrie Irving uh you know them kind of being healthy going into this playoff run that's not always mm-hmm. guaranteed Kyrie's injured all the time Kevin Durant's kind of becoming a more injury prone guy too um like I, I it's definitely not the the ideal situation um and you can't take anything like Steve Nash the shit he says in the media like you can't take anything he says no. for any so yeah nothing he says uh it, it could all be lies at this point honestly the fact that he was like yeah we're not j- trading James Harden there's so many times <laughs> this year where he said something and the complete opposite uh, has come true. So like he, 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 he did say, you know, uh, he'd be shocked if, you know, he basically ruling out Simmons for the play in games. But he also said, you know, later on in that same kind of interview in the same quote, we're expecting him in the lineup in the next week. So we'll see if that's <laughs> yeah. true. Uh, he said kind of similar things. I, I don't, I don't know what the hell to believe. It's basically, we're basically going on no Intel because Steve Nash's Intel is, is uh, so sort of, uh, different from what the actual reality is. So like, we'll, we'll see what it, what it looks like, but you know, I, I, I get the argument that, you know, is there even a point to bring him back? But I just think what he can do for your defense immediately yeah. is too important to say, okay, we're not going to play him. If he's ready to go, I'm throwing him out there uh, whenever that yeah, is. Yeah. Well, I think instead of fading the public, we might as well just fade whatever uh, Steve Nash says at this point, where whatever he says, we'll, we'll try yeah. and do the opposite or think the opposite. Um, yes but yeah yes. I, I again yeah i think that he's just kind of trying to throw the smoke screen out there um and, and yeah I, I i agree like you know uh as frustrating as it's been uh for everybody and i mean i'm assuming again i i, I, I it's not like i'm there it's not like i'm on the ground floor knowing what's going on but like i just don't believe all these injuries at this point like where is he getting this uh, these, yeah how is he getting this hurt he never had like really an injury history before yeah, and how did he? How is it? How was this not dealt with earlier? It's not like he played and then injured something. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. He, like he wasn't even practicing. How were you not being monitored? And like, why, exactly? Like you should be after all this. After all this thing, you're not even ready yeah. to go when you uh, actually get a chance to play. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's weird. Well, I was again when, when he first got traded to Brooklyn. They were saying, you know, oh, uh, he might be ready to play when they uh, they take on the Sixers, yeah. which was like a week and a half after the trade. Um, yeah, I. I mean, Harden has his hamstring injury, and I mean, he was actually playing, and he came back pretty much one game, two games. But the, then again, he also probably was same. It was kind of maybe he has like a fake hamstring. Uh, he, he puts yeah. it on uh, <laughs> above his uh, his fat suit when he wants to get traded. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, I'm really I'm 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 confused about the whole situation. But uh, you know, Ben Simmons, he'll he'll be back at some point. Um, probably this year? Question mark. I don't know. Who knows. I just, I really want to see him. I know, I know people are kind of ruling it out. Like, I bet it's not going to happen. I know, I know it's probably, I don't know, just as likely that he doesn't play. I get it. But I just really, really want to see Simmons, Kyrie and Harden, uh, or Harden, um, K- yeah, KD got it. on the same, uh, on the same team. Like I, I just, I think that, that those three on paper just really, really yeah. make sense to me. Like they really, uh, I, I think they're the perfect kind of trio you know whether you think uh kd and Kyrie are, are a good duo 
you know, that that's, that's, you know, uh, something else, you know, maybe, maybe you think KD needs a more kind of defensive minded guy right away as his kind of second guy. But those two guys, if you've got them on the same team, I just think uh, Ben Simmons is the perfect kind of third, uh, third fiddle, if you will, to, to bring in there, the versatile defender, the guy who can uh, distribute, uh, push it in the half court or in the, in the full court himself and be kind of that Draymond guy. Like we've talked about that so many times and I don't know, the Nets just need that defender specifically. Um, and I get it, you know, throwing him into the playoffs, it's the most intense physical, uh, you know, way to be thrown back into yeah. a, a, an NBA game. Like a, a playoff game is completely different than some meaning, meaningless, uh, you know, regular season game. I get that, but I just, I, I wouldn't take any chances if I'm the Nets. Like, like what, what the fuck do you think? Do you think this is guaranteed? No. Like that you're always going to have this, uh, like these two guys healthy, ready to go for a playoff run. Like it's, you got to take advantage of it. Uh, so I, I, I'd get him out there as soon as fucking possible, even if that's, you know, towards the end of the first round, whatever it is. Um, I'm just, I really want to yeah. see it. I, I know people have kind of, you know, given up to the fact that we might not, but I just, I'm still holding out hope. I really want to see him out there with well, those two uh, guys. You know, time will tell. We'll see if Ben Simmons, Ben 10, ends up getting out there. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he does. Because, I mean, just makes things a little more exciting for us. Uh, and that, that's really all we care about at this point. Uh, and then to end it off, uh, Big dog of the month. Cue the DMX. Yeah. It's intimidating. I think some people might be scared. That was 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 just not a real rabid uh, pit bull. Um, They have called me. They have called me the rabid pit bull before on the court. Uh, Yeah, I think. Oh, really? I thought they called you the red rock. That's uh, actually I haven't called that man of many names. Uh, Which again, yeah, still I'm kind (laughs) of like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not redhead. Uh, but whatever, man. Um, anyhow, uh. Big dog of the month. Uh, for any new listeners, uh, we give this award out to uh, the the NBA player who uh, within the uh, the selected March, obviously the selected March, selected month. Uh, but this one, the month of, of March, March. Uh, the, the who exemplified what it means to be a big dog. You're uh, you're doing the unsung things. <laughs> you're fighting along the boards. You're you're working in the paint. Um, and you you're you're making a positive impact on your team. And without further ado, Jordan, the big dog of the month of March is. Mitchell Robinson of the New York Knicks, <laughs> Knickerbockers. Um, yeah, uh, obviously this. I mean, we did we did discuss this one a little bit because you know it was it was a it was kind of a down year for criteria. Um, uh, Mitchell Robinson, five and a half offensive rebounds per game. Actually, more offensive rebounds per game than defensive rebounds per game, which I think is pretty impressive. Um, two point four yep. blocks per game, uh, which is uh, just below the uh, the league high. Uh, of 2.5 uh, in in that month, but also 1.2 steals per game, uh, and, and we know that he's a yep. you know a solid defender down low, um, and you know great rim runner. The Knicks were actually uh, you know a winning team uh, in uh, for for a while. Uh, I don't know if it it carried on for the the entire month. Uh, yeah, it did. Eight, eight and seven. Uh, I wanted to make sure. I was double checking my notes. Nice. Eight there you seven. go, New York. There um, you go. Stand I mean, that's, up. that's pretty good as far as the Knicks go. I think there was about four game, three game, four game <laughs> win streak mixed in there where they beat like the Magic and some other shit teams. Wait, Matt, 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 Matt. Matt mm. I have a question. Do you think the Knicks? Do you still think the Knicks could make the Eastern Conference Finals? Like you predicted, uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, Kemba went down, and yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah that. The, 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 I mean, we're talking about the Lakers falling off. I mean, obviously, not, not even close to the same amount of expectations. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Knicks. People did like they thought they were going to be back in the playoffs. I, I like uh, after yeah. last year, people. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely it, did. I think that you know RJ hasn't taken that next step. Julius Randle was figured out. 
Well, I think he has. I think RJ has maybe not yes, the biggest he's, step, but he's taking like sure. a half. I mean, he's step. still their best player, I think, right now. Honestly, like if you if you he yeah, just also just he's also so else. streaky. Like he'll have a twenty five yeah, point yeah. game one night and then a four point the next. Like it's uh it's kind of tough yeah. uh, to to gauge him, but um you know uh regardless of how this this next season's gone, I mean it's it's been a disappointment. But you know Mitchell Robinson, he struggled to be healthy at times as well. Uh he's he's kind yeah. of got a, a bit of an issue there. But you know I, I I think that he does deserve this award. I mean he's uh he he's plays like a big dog. He works down low. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of a, an old school big, like he's never going to be like a, a superstar or anything, but like, I think that, you know, as his career goes along, like he's got, he's got some great legs and he's a good vertical player. Maybe he bulks up a little bit. I think he'll be, you know, he could be a solid piece on a, on a legit team, uh, down the line, uh, whether yeah. it's the Knicks or not, like, uh, you can't teach size and you can't teach verticality. Like he's going to be, uh, he's going to be rising above the rim, protecting it and yamming on guys heads for, uh, years to come. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe work on your yep. free throws though. Maybe just do a couple more free throws. Yeah. Uh, ten, ten more, <laughs> ten more, Mitchell, ten more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he's he's been yeah one of the only kind of bright spots, and I th- think he's a, a a good young player though that the Knicks should should keep and sort of develop going forward because um, like it, you know they we we know well that they've struggled to kind of draft, mm-hmm. especially in recent years. But like I can see Mitchell Robinson kind of turning into uh someone like Robert Williams. Like we we've seen two guys who uh both of them when they were, you know, first starting out in the league were out of position all the time, just chasing blocks, uh you know, g- getting good block numbers almost right away, both of those guys, but um who often were, you know, took them out of position, they they'd fly across the lane and you know, give up an offensive rebound yeah. something like that. But I think, you know, Mitchell uh you know, he he can kind of become that uh, take that that step that Robert Williams took, especially this year, and be more of a solid kind of defensive anchor. Anchor, someone who you know talks and and knows what's going on. Still uses his uh, you know defensive instincts and, and you know the, this timing on his shot blocks and and you know defensive rebounding ability, all the things he does well. But just hone it, tighten it all up, and just uh, as he kind of goes through the middle uh, and into the you know sort of prime of his career, just be that be that solid anchor, be that big dog. Um, you know, who who sort of plays that back line and brings everyone else yeah. together on, on a defense. Every, everything that, um, you know, uh, Time Lord has, has kind of turned 100%. into. So I, I think that's that's his comp. That's his, you know, so, sort of the way he and he's needs bigger to than, go. Just he's bigger than Time up. Lord. So he should be even he's better. He's bigger. He's bigger. Uh, bigger is always better. That's what they keep 100%. telling me. I don't know why. And 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 I think you're right. Balking up uh, a, a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. will help him out. Um, but uh, definitely on the on the right track, and uh, yeah, uh, aside, uh, you know, b- b- been the one kind of good thing to uh, and RJ's kind of little step, one of the only good things to come out of this uh, yeah. next season. Um, so so yeah, all the credit to Mitch Rob, but man, Bing Bong, Bing Bong Bing really Bong's happened. Dead. Bing Bong was Bing this dead. year. Bing dead Bong was gone. man, I cannot believe all those guys. That that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. That 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 compilation first, video. I think I believe first episode of the regular they were season so for Big Dog Ball Talk. Yeah, yeah, because yep. that was the first 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 game of the year. They win. They win against the <laughs> double Celtics. overtime. Evan Fournier goes crazy. <laughs> oh, Trey Young, oh, don't you get man. not coming to the Knicks? <laughs> oh my God, uh, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And you know, it, it, all the all the. Uh, you know, and I, and I'm one of these people. Sometimes all the uh, conspiracy theorists, NBA conspiracy theorists, uh, took took a rough, took a bit of a hit this year. The Knicks and the Lakers, the 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 
the franchises that you know everyone thinks that the NBA kind of always wants in the finals, if possible, the two yeah. biggest markets. Uh, Not looking that way. I, I don't think the <laughs> NBA is rigged. I think uh, it just kind of plays out the way it plays out sometimes, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's it's rough. Adam Silver is definitely kind of mad about about that one. Two two marquee franchises missing the playoffs, even though you know you we could have we saw literally saw a world where uh, you know we we talked about it and it wasn't crazy that the Lakers would make the the, the finals. And the the Knicks would sneak to the conference finals, and and look where we are now. Yeah, look how I, mostly my Something. team. So uh, I'll I'll take I'll take the burden <laughs> of that one. Uh, but but you know what? Uh, that that's the thing. You just gotta take your shots, kids. Uh, that, that's what you gotta do. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, free agent this year, restricted free agent. Uh, so uh, we'll see we'll see if the Knicks retain him or if someone wants to yeah. Someone wants to pull sheet. in the uh, pull in the yeah the good old offer sheet and we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But Mitchell Robinson, the big dog of the month for the month of April, our month of March, sorry, uh, the month of April March, is March, soon March. to come. Uh, it'll obviously be a bit of a short month, uh, so it's really up in the air. But there's some oh, yeah. big dogs. There's big dogs going going maybe, to work. Maybe out some there. rotational guy uh, who's getting some more minutes because guys are resting. Uh, we'll 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 see how, yeah. how how that all goes down. Um, but everybody. Uh, if you want to see how we get down on the social media waves, uh, come find us at Big Dog Ball Talk, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, whatever you want. Uh, we are available, and we uh, we want to hear your takes. We want to hear you guys get out there. We want to see the follow numbers go up. Uh, obviously, I mean, why else yep. would I be fucking telling you this? Uh, follow us, <laughs> idiots. Um, we, we we need to get the those numbers up. Uh, but uh, in all seriousness, again, uh, this has already been uh, a super super strong start uh, to the month uh all the support you guys are showing is awesome uh please keep hitting download uh rate us five stars shout us out to your friends and uh you know we're we're, yeah. we're gonna keep this uh, this train rolling uh and, and tons of more content is gonna be coming uh as the playoffs roll it's uh it's head around here and uh you know again uh jordan and i are uh we're, we're just getting started here and uh we hope that you guys are, are happy here uh ready to keep moving at the foundational level and talk and talk to us. Uh, talk to us on Twitter. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. if you say anything, I guarantee one of us will uh, will will hit you back. We, if you, there's anything you want to uh, you know uh, us to cover in our next yep. pod, special Wednesday episodes, we're uh, we, we'll do it. You guys you guys just gotta ask. Big Dog Ball Talk on Twitter. We're on there every day, man. And YouTube coming soon for the playoffs. We'll have it up. You'll be able to see us full episodes, breakdowns, yes, sir. Uh, all, all that lovely stuff. So uh, you know, stay tuned, people. Keep keep hitting that download. Uh, share us around we'll uh we're gonna ramp up just like the nba is ramping up uh you know the the playoffs coming uh our oh, yeah. playoffs this, this, this is, is our uh, playoffs matt we're 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 gonna pretty raise much, our game uh, lebron james Dwayne wade scotty pippen my uh, michael jordan it's, it's everything right. you could want uh wrapped into one in the podcasting world pascal oh and yeah Kawhi. of course Don't of forget. course uh, one, one of the greatest nba finals duos of all time but uh everybody right. uh on behalf of big dog ball talk this is matt eichhorn and jordan flegel and as my good friend Jordan always says, um, take it easy on the scented candles. Yeah, I was reading Man, that. No, you no, better no, shut reading. the fuck up right now. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. You look, know look. I like scented candles. No, I Don't know. They, they, do this. But Matt, Matt, they smell nice. But the chemicals, they're in the air. They're, they're, I'm reading something. If you don't you have live proper, in Toronto. If you don't have proper <laughs> ventilation, the, that shit, like there, there's no sort of regulation on what that those chemicals are going into your, uh, you, through your nose, into your body. So if you're gonna do it, just crack open a window, have a fan or something, no. just a little bit uh, to uh, to protect you, Matt. You're gonna die young, Matt. You're gonna die at like 60. I'm gonna, you have a sexy corpse, am I right? No, 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 not at 60. Yeah. Come on.
You're gonna you're, you're gonna record the last episode, uh, and then you're gonna you drop dead because of all the scented candles. How many scented candles do you light over there? I, I, I only ever do one at a time. I'm, okay. not, I'm not crazy. I'm, all I, right. I, I, I like to have one central smell. When you mix it all yeah. up, then you're just it's a weird little potluck you got going. I'm not into that. Be careful, is uh, all I'm saying, man. No, I'm not gonna be careful. Uh, just because you said that, the second we're out of here, I'm lighting a candle. I'm huffing it directly. Candle no. light is gonna be burning the the nostril hairs I have. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, for everyone wondering, I'm sure you're at home, I love lavender. A nice lavender. Maybe the vanilla. You never cool. listen, man.